The Trek Geeks Podcast Network is proud to have Fansets as its presenting sponsor. Fansets is the place for amazing pin collectibles with over 400 officially licensed Star Trek pins and new releases every month. Stay tuned for a special discount code good on your next order at fansets.com just for Trek Geeks listeners. Fansets, our pins have character. This episode is also sponsored by Science Division, the makers of the galaxy's first interactive Tribble that you can control with your very own smartphone. See their limited edition giant silver Tribble available for pre-order today at sciencediv.com. Science Division. Trouble's never been this fun. Hi, this is John Billingsley, Dr. Phil Flox from Star Trek Enterprise. Now, I'm reading something that was written for me, and I think they could have done better. So this is not me. This is them. My prescription for you is a healthy dose of the Track Geeks podcast starring Dan Davidson and Bill. He could have done better, Smith. It truly is the best medicine. Oh, come on, boys. And here's how they close it. Doctor's orders. Shame, tisk, tisk. For the record, that was Dan Davidson that wrote that. That was me. <laughs> wow. Well, that's uh, even better because now it's forever blamed on Bill. That's forever blamed on Bill. There Thank you, you, Mr. Bacula. There you go. Ooh, <laughs> wow. All right. All right. infirmary at Podfleet Command. It's the biggest little show this side of the Alpha Quadrant, the flagship of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Greetings to you, those recovering from Vegas in many ways, and welcome to the Trek Geeks Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bill Smith. This is episode number 290, and we're so glad you're here. We're glad, actually, we're here, because um, that was touch and go this week, but um, more about that in a bit as I bring on my illustrious co-host. You know... On this Star Trek day, I really can't give him too much grief because it's Star Trek day and it's a day to celebrate. So today, Dan, I celebrate you as the co-host of the Trek Geeks podcast, Dan Davidson. Welcome aboard, buddy. Well, that is pretty awesome. Thank you, my friend. It is great to be here, and I celebrate you and celebrate this wonderful friendship that we've had for a long time, which this wonderful podcast and podcast uh, network came out uh, as a result of that. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. It was great spending a week together out in Vegas uh, not too long ago, Uh, and here we are behind the mics again to uh, have some more fun, as we do like to do every week. None of this exists without Star Trek, so today is absolutely a day for celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this fandom of ours, this this podcast of ours, this network of ours, all exists thanks to one day 56 years ago, and we couldn't be happier. Could not be happier, and I can't wait for the next 56 uh, years to celebrate. Don't know if I'll be here for all 56 of them. 
God, I hope I'm not here for all 56 of them, but uh, I'm sure you do too. Um, but but uh, I want to be here for a bunch of them because it's going to be great. If I have to prop you up in a chair, uh, like Weekend at Bernie's style, you'll be here. That's like the only it. thing I can guarantee. I like that. Just don't be like Weekend at Bernie's too and make it go to music so I can walk around. That was kind of dumb. Yeah, that was. So, you know, of course, last week we were in Las Vegas. We, uh, we had our first ever live trek geeks recording on the las vegas strip mm-hmm. um we did stump the geek live uh which we've never done in vegas before and man what a great time it was it was a great time i gotta say that uh the folks at roddenberry did a just an awesome job with that roddenberry stage and and the panels that they had some of the best panels the entire week were up there uh and we were honored to be on stage doing this uh, stump the geek live i was a little nervous uh it was it was a lot of fun uh, ended up having just a spectacular time, and we had some great uh, participation from the crowd, um, and a couple surprises thrown in at the same time. Well, we had a, a special guest. I mean, we may as well let the cat out of the bag mm. now. Um, we were joined v- in very surprise fashion by yes. Star Trek Enterprises' John Billingsley, who, of course, played Dr. Phil Flocks, um, and we didn't know he was going to crash the panel. We did not know he was going to crash the panel. He started heckling us at the microphone, and then the next thing we know, he is climbing, literally climbing on stage. I actually had to help him up because he's got a bad knee, and he sat with us for a few minutes, and uh, it was a lot of fun. That guy is just hilarious. Every single time we see him, he makes me crack up. So when you wonder why this episode is tagged as explicit, <laughs> listeners and parents, uh, that's why. Um, we pretty much left the panel as it was with no editing um, and no bleeping. So mm. there may be some salting language for those of you with younger listeners around. And so you may want to listen to that part of the recording later on, or at least preview it ahead of time, um, to fend off any weird sci-fi questions. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. But, uh, let's, Dan, let's do a little business with America and then wow. we'll come right back. Sounds great. Bounce. Ding, ding. Dan, here we are. I mean, this is the part of the show where we take a moment to always thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. And man, it was so great to see them last week. It was absolutely fantastic, Seam. It's it's one of my favorite parts of the show, man. You know that, and why not? Uh, Fansets simply puts out awesome stuff. They had so many amazing new pins on display in Vegas uh, just last week, and it was so great to see that their table in the vendor's room was two and three people deep at a minimum all week long. It was fantastic. And now that Vegas is all over, many of their newest pins can be found right now on their website. So head on over to fansets.com and put these new pins in your shopping cart. The Women of Trek special Vegas edition of Michael Burnham and the latest Women of Trek pin, Jet Reno. can also pick up the 2022 Vegas poker chip featuring Beckett Mariner. You also can have three new Strange New World Deltas of Command, Operations, and Sciences, and you can also have the Bajoran Militia Badge. Those are all available in pin and magnet form. Uh, And don't forget that all other cool new pins that were on display at the 56-year Mission Convention will be available in the coming weeks over at fansets.com. You know, Dan, this year's releases in Vegas were just stunning, and I know you and I are so proud to be associated with Lou and John and the entire team because they put out such a great product, and they're huge Star Trek fans, just like you and me. So everyone, 
This is what I say every week. You know it by now. Head on over to fansets.com, put a whole bunch of pins and accessories, all that Vegas stuff in your cart, and at checkout, be sure to enter the special discount code word TrekGeeks for 10% off your entire order. That's TrekGeeks in all capital letters with no spaces. And of course, don't forget, when you spend more than $30, you'll automatically get free shipping in the United States. Fansets. Our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. All right, so I say it every week, guys. If you haven't checked out the Galaxy's first interactive Tribble from Science Division, then you are really missing out. You really are. And those folks who saw them in Vegas got to see them firsthand, and they were just completely blown away. Because this officially licensed Tribble is an amazing high-quality Star Trek collectible, which we know you're going to be proud to add to your collection. You and I each have one, Dan, and we Mm -hmm. love our Tribbles. So much work and so much creativity went into creating this Tribble right down to the softest fur you can possibly imagine. Plus, I mean, you expect that a Tribble is going to have the sounds straight out of the original series. And you know what? This one does. You're going to swear this Tribble was delivered straight from Space Station K7 right to your door. Absolutely. And plus, the Science Division Tribble has its own app that you can use to control the Tribble. It's not necessary, but I got to tell you, it is tons of fun to make it scream at people like Bill. I said it. I usually just say co-host naming the names. Fret not, however. Everybody except Bill knows that. You guessed it. And for you today, Bill, Tribbles are not dangerous. No, it's Star Trek Day. You got to do it. Oh, Tribbles are not dangerous, my friend. (laughs) So... Head on over to ScienceDIV.com right now to get one of the Galaxy's first interactive Tribbles for your very own. Plus, while you're there, check out their new and improved shop accessory section where you get all kinds of Science Division swag, like t-shirts or mugs or even ye old legendary Science Division tote bag. Science Division. Trouble's never been this fun. And we thank our friends at Science Division for sponsoring this week's episode. Hi, Dr. Phil Flox, also known as John Billingsley, speaking. I am the president of the board of the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific multi-course meals to the unhoused and to those in need seven nights a week. We assist as many as 100 nonprofits with their food needs, buttressing extraordinary social service programs. We work with community partners to address issues of food insecurity here in SoCal. We do lots of other great stuff, but how much time do we have? If you're in L.A., come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org slash volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. So, Dan, you know, <laughs> most of the content this week was recorded uh, while we were in Las Vegas, uh, thanks to uh, our friends at Roddenberry for the help with that. Yes. Um, well, first off, let's let's thank everybody at Roddenberry Entertainment for giving us a home for our panel. Oh, yeah. Um, there were a lot of snafus with the scheduling this year, and, and they stepped up and provided us a slot so that we could still do Stump the Geek Live. And it turned out we packed the room, um, which I don't think you and I were expecting. 
No, we weren't expecting it. And, and I got to say, I was a little, I'm normally the one that looks forward to stuff like this. But when I saw that it was pretty packed, I'm like, oh boy, I better not F this up. <laughs> I was a little nervous. Luckily, the lights were so bright that once we got on stage, we couldn't really see the amount of people up there. So maybe that helped a little bit. No, that's true. And we want to thank everyone who came to the mic, um, yeah. you know, and participated because I mean, obviously they had the easiest job in the world. They either knew the answer or didn't, but either way they were walking away with something cool, which I, I think was the best part of it for us pretty nice uh, swag that we gave away from fan sets and I think everybody was pretty excited they got their choice of pin or magnet and I was glad to see magnet pretty much kind of kind of with it yeah, yeah. Magnets are awesome so it was it was a lot of fun it was and it's great to to have um, those giveaways to give to the fans because I know they love them as well absolutely we also want to thank creation entertainment because I mean we were invited guests of the convention this year and you know for me somebody who's attending this convention you know this would have been my 10th in a row. Um, and probably my 15th or 16th overall, um, this, this was a big moment for me as a fan. Um, I've considered this my home convention for a long time, even though mm-hmm. I don't live in Las Vegas and it's, it's my con and to be on the website as a guest, it, it was pretty special. And I'm, I'm glad that we had that moment as Trek Geeks because it, it meant a lot to me. Yeah, it meant a lot to me too. I mean, we've we've gone to the convention as fans of Star Trek for a number of years. You've gone a lot longer than I have, but to actually be part of the convention was really uh, quite an honor, and, and I'm kind of humbled by it. Um, we got to see a lot of things behind the scenes and how they do things and conversations that we had, uh, but still, they were able to put stuff together, and, and like I said, that, that Roddenberry stage was really special, and I'm, I'm really, really very proud that we were able to do something on that stage together. It was really great. Same, and of course, lastly, uh, s- sincere thanks to Lou and John and everybody at Fansets for for giving us the prizes for, for stuff the geek live. We went to them and said, look, here's what we want to do. They said, absolutely. Whatever you want. Yeah. Um, they handed us a bag of stuff and said, just bring us what's left. And, uh, and it made for a, a pretty great time. So sincere thanks to everybody at fan sets too. As always, they always uh, step up to the plate uh, when we got something going like that. They're they're proud of the product they put out, and we could not be more proud to be able to give that stuff away to people, even when they get the answers wrong, and I had to save them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody sit back, and here is the live audio from our panel in uh, Las Vegas for Stump the Geek Live. Good afternoon, Las Vegas. How are you? Wow. Rock How's on. everybody doing? Except you. <laughs> yeah, and not you. So, everybody, welcome to the first Trek Geeks Live in Las Vegas. This is the first time Dan and I have actually had a live episode of Trek Geeks here at the convention. And, Dan, um, I think you're a little nervous today. I'm very nervous. I'm usually okay with these kind of things, but I'm a little nervous because I'm going to be put on the spot by you, which makes it ten times harder than it normally would. Uh, that's true. So, today we're going to do a, a version of Stump the Geek. So, for those of you who may not be in the know, Stump the Geek is a relatively popular series of episodes on the Trek Geeks podcast, uh, where Dan answers questions that I put to him. And usually he is left crying in a puddle that somewhere That is not at his home. true whatsoever. It's actually 100% true. <laughs> but there's a wrinkle today, and you all are going to get a chance to help Dan out yes. in a rather orderly fashion. But first, we want to tell you we are a part of the Trek Geeks network of podcasts. As, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. Uh, <laughs> as part of Trek Geeks. So we have a bunch of podcasts all by passionate fans who just want to share their love of Star Trek. You can check them all out at trekgeeks.com. And, of course, we want to mention our sponsor, Fansets, because they're providing the prizes that some of you in the audience could win today. Prizes. Which is very important. I know. Prizes? Who said anything about prizes? You did. I did say prizes. There are a lot of prizes. I'm hoping I don't need any help, but you did the questions, so I'm probably going to need a lot of help. So, 
Stump the Geek has rules, just like every other game, and we should run over those pretty quickly. The first of which is Dan's going to get a series of trivia questions. There are no planets, no star dates. More importantly, there's no Googling, so please, in the audience, don't be Googling the answer. No reference material of any kind. If you happen to have a copy of the Star Trek concordance in your back pocket, you may not use it for this. And then lastly, please do not shout the answer. Because the idea is for somebody to win some cool stuff. And Larry Nemechek cannot participate. That's right. Larry is banned. I see a crazed person running toward the stage. Oh. I'm a little concerned. Uh, Guys, I'm, just, I'm here to give you your intro. Oh, so, thank you for showing uh, up. Well, yeah. Welcome, I... Trek Geeks, Stump the Geek Live. Thank you. Dan no. and Bill. No. Right? No. <laughs> thank you. No? Thank you. No. Cool. Have a great show. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was the third best podcaster on Mission Log, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcaster, Mr. John Champion. A hand for John, please. Great job, John. Good luck in your next job. So here's how today is going to work. I'm going to ask Dan a question. And then the audience member at the mic, hint, hint, we're going to need some audience members at the mic, Yes. will get a chance to help Dan answer the question. So think of yourselves as a bit of a lifeline. Dan's not that bright. Not at all. Thank if, you. You're welcome. If Dan is correct, the person at the microphone will win a prize from Fansets. Woohoo! So you want me to do well, right? Right? Yeah, thank you. However, if Dan is wrong, which will more than likely be the case, the person at the mic will still get a prize from Fansets. Wait a... What? That's because the bar is set so low for you. Bar? Yeah, yeah. I heard there's a bar. It's right over there. Please remember to tip your bartender. And more importantly, let's have fun, everybody, because yes. we're here to love Star Trek, and let's just have a great time. And I gotta right? say, this is the first time we've been out here in three years, and it's awesome to see everybody. Let's get some people lined up at the microphone, because I think we're ready to begin with this bad boy. And don't worry if you don't think you don't know the answer, because that's going to be immaterial, and you'll see why pretty soon. <laughs> so we got a series of questions and a bonus. I'm moving over here. Yeah, please do, because you're a little too close. <laughs> and we're going to go with question number one. Oh, we're starting. We're starting right now. Because we have a time limit. Um, Dan, I'm going to give you a softball to let you warm up a little bit because I know you're an older athlete here in the Mind Olympics. Uh, so, Dan, what sport Sports. is Captain Archer's passion? Marco? <laughs> no. Do you want me to tell you? Well, it's I know the answer. I don't know if I should say it and let her say it or should I we, say it? We can it? say it together. Okay, one, two, Water polo. Water polo. You're very bad at this. <laughs> yeah. That is water correct. Polo. Water polo. Let's have Absolutely, a yes. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you a very specific question, and everyone will get the same question. I have you for participating. I have a Picard Delta from Fansets. Would you like a pin or a magnet version? Oh, a pin, please. A, the Excellent. pin version. Excellent. That's Congratulations. A Thank you so much. That was a softball. There you go. Congratulations. The questions might get a little harder from here just to give you all a clue. Okay. So that means the answer, of course, is water polo. We learned that in the Enterprise Season 1 episode, Vox Solo, which is the 22nd episode of the season. Notice there's a cute little graphic there with a nice little glow around it, which took me about a day to figure out how to do. I don't see that. Question number B. That's correct. Okay. Let's move on to question two, if you don't mind. Dan, I'd like to test your mental capacity here, which I know is, <laughs> is kind of a short trip. So, in the original series, okay. what fatal disease is Dr. McCoy diagnosed with in the episode For the World is oh. Hollow and I Have Touched the Sky? I might have trouble with this one usually, but our good friend Cat Roberts has made sure that I will never, ever forget this one. 
Do you know the answer, sir? Actually, yes. How many Whoa. syllables oh, hold are on, in hold, it? Hold on one second. Hold on a second. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Leaf. 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 Uh, Leaf, where are you from? Uh, uh, from a place called Las Vegas. Oh, Las what Vegas. a beautiful place. I've heard it's very fabulous. I've heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so you said something about syllables, which I know you have a challenge. There's with. a lot of syllables in this one. How many syllables are in uh, this? I, I counted. It's it's eight. Wow! Excellent. That's this correct. Is, this is a big word for you. That's correct. I'm gonna go with. Um, do you want to give Leaf a chance to I, answer? I'm it? gonna go with calling a friend. Okay, let's I gotta do call that. a friend. What, what do we got for an answer for this one? Is it xenopolysithemia? Uh, that is correct. That is the answer is xenopolysithemia. Polysithemia. And if anybody who listened to that episode with Cat Roberts, I think I said it wrong. Which is no big surprise. Yeah, I know. I'm not surprised. All right. So we have, okay, let's look at Mirror Universe. Pin or magnet? Make a pin. That's a pin. pin. Mirror All Universe. Right. Congratulations, Leaf. Thanks for playing, man. Thank you so much, Leaf. And for, for those of you not necessarily in the know, we were going to release this as part of the Trek Geeks podcast later on down the road. So if you hear your voice on some podcast that you're wondering, how the hell did I get on there? This is how. And we, it's a blanket state, uh, you know, statement that everybody signed before they walked in that we were going to probably use your voice. We didn't use the form. It, it was part of the entrance. You're terrible at this. Sorry about that. He's not very good live. Usually we edit him to the nth degree. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, Dan Davidson, everybody. Thank He'll you. be here all Thank week. Thank you. No, please. No. No, please. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, Dan, this brings us to question number three. So far, you've done pretty well. I have to admit, you had a lot of help. I have had help. I usually appreciate the help. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, this time, we're going to go back to uh, an episode of Deep Space Nine. My favorite series. It My, is your Anybody favorite? else's favorite Star Trek series? Deep Space Nine? Okay. Excellent. Um, and I know you're a big sports fan. I am. You talk about sports all the time, especially the Boston Red Boston Sox, teams, who are our home yes. team. Yep. We apologize for the performance of the Boston Red Sox this season for any baseball fans. They are Thank awful. you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Willow. Um, Dan, what is the name of the baseball team that's located on the planet Cestus Three? Oh, I, I know this one. Do you know this one? Um, oh, Don't say the answer yet. Who are you, first of all? My name is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Okay. Stacy, where are you from? San Diego. Ah, oh, San Diego. I love San Diego. It's such a nice city. Too. It's very nice. Very it's nice. really so, hot here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? These I lights left are very the hotel hot. Hotel room. I'm not going to lie. The hotel they, since we got here. They, they say know. it's a dry heat, but so is an oven. I'm just going <laughs> to exactly. throw that out there. Um, so yeah, Cestus three. So wait a second. Yeah. Okay, I might be wrong. I might be thinking wrong. I'm going to blurt out an answer that may not be right, but if it is, there's awesome. a shock. I'm I'm initially thinking the Pike City Pioneers, but that's not the Cestus. The question was the team that plays on Cestus. What so is the team not... based on Cestus Three? Okay, so it's not the Pike City Pioneers then. Uh, Stacy, can you help me out with this one? I want to say it's the Royals, but oh, I don't think it's the Royals. No, it's no. not the Royals. You, I'll give you one more guess, Dan. I think it's the uh, Cestus Comets. The Cestus Comets. Are you comfortable with that answer? I'm very comfortable with that answer. Are you sure? I'm. Bill, <laughs> hit the button. The answer is the Cestus Comets. Everybody. That's the name of the baseball team on yes. Cestus 3, as we learn in the Deep Space Nine episode, Family Business, Season 3, Episode 23, Dan. One of the things I like about this is if we were doing this on the podcast and I came out with Pike City Pioneers but didn't stop myself, he would not have given me a chance to redeem myself. So thank you, everyone. Not All right, remotely. so let's see. Let's, uh, who, do you like the motion picture? Okay. Do you want a <laughs> magnet or a pin? Magnet. The Her magnet answer is, is sure. The TMP Delta... From fansets, congratulations. That's a good one. 
That's one of their best ones that's out there. Thank you so much for helping Dan. He needs all the help he can get. Thank you very much. Dan, I noticed you've got a bunch of pins down there. Do you want to run over some of the other ones you have? Oh, no. It's all part of the surprise, buddy. Or I've, you could run over some of the ones that you I have. I have deltas uh, from Fansets. They're all great. I've got some strange new world deltas. Oh, oh really? Yes, the brand new ones. I've got uh, the Remember Me Future Admiral badge, which is pretty awesome. Oh. That's one of my favorite episodes of TNG. I love that. Uh, section, uh, excuse me, not section. I do have a section 31. Section 31 and the magnet bad badges at Fansets just became available today down in the vendor's room. So we got one of those. Uh, the Bajoran Militia Delta, which one. is fantastic. The, del- the detail on that's awesome. Uh, Discovery Delta, uh, Lower Decks Deltas, Lower, lower deck Decks Fans. Lower Decks. Awesome. Lower and, Decks. And uh, I'm not going to talk about the special ones because I think we have a real tough question at the end. You've mentioned that there's no way I'm going to get this one. So uh, usually, we got a big prize for that one. Usually there's a bonus question which is designed to make Dan pull his hair out. As you can see, it's worked effectively over the years. <laughs> jerk. I was going to get a bigger laugh, I thought. It's because you're not funny. That's true. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you in the back. Drinks are on, Dan. So let's move on to question four. Dan, obviously Star Trek Picard season two, very popular. I know it was a big favorite of yours. Yes. Um, You love the whole Confederation timeline because you love those altered timelines. I do like the Mary Universe and alternate timelines. Dan, name for me General Picard's servant in the altered Confederacy timeline. Okay, I know this one off the top of my head, but I want somebody else to have a chance at it. And you are? Uh, uh, hi, I'm Willow. Hi, hi Willow. Willow. <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, y- you don't want to give me a chance with this one. Oh, no, I think we really do oh, now we that really you've said do. that. We really don't. The entire game depends on your answer, Willow. <laughs> every person in this room is waiting on your and answer. every eye is honestly. on you right now, I'm just saying. And I'm going to fail spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> How about a guess? Harvey. How about a guess? Uh, Harvey? Harvey it is. Right? That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. For the episode, the Stargazer, Picard has an android manservant, which is really kind of weird. It is, but I'll tell you what, the best part about that episode of the Skulls, I'm just saying. Anybody else agree? I'm All really right. surprised that people love the Skulls. The it's skulls a little dark. Awesome. Uh, so? <laughs> wow. All right, so how about, how about Lower Decks, Willow? Would you like a magnet or a pin from Lower Decks? Magnet. I love the magnets. Awesome. Thank you so much, Willow. Excellent, Delta. Thanks for playing. Yeah, let's give her a round of applause. Yes. Wow. Dan, we're at question five, if you can believe that. halfway done? Well, uh, give or take. Oh, all right. The bonus is going to take you a while. Let's Let's just put that out there now. Okay. All right, so Dan, question five. What species, known to the Borg as species 329, were deemed... Unworthy of assimilation, like you would be, quite frankly. Hey, thank you. Thank you to <laughs> the two people out there who laughed at that. I appreciate that. What a, uh, let's see. I, I think I know the answer because I, I, don't talk to, I don't talk about this particular race on Voyager very positively. They're not my favorite race. But uh, I want to find out if uh, our lovely person at the microphone, who is... Uh, my name is Ignatius. Ignatius, hey, do you Ignatius. have any idea what the answer to this question is? I believe I do because I remember Seven kind of dismissing a particular member of this. I believe that this is Talaxians because they say that they're too bony. Oh, that's Ooh, very interesting. That's an interesting answer. I would not have oh. gone with that. Hold on one second. Let's take a, a quick survey of the crowd. How many people think it's Talaxian? Applause, please. I can't see you with the lights. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's, that's pretty good. That's I, pretty good. I like that guess. Um, 
I don't think I'm going to go with that answer. Wow, you're going to disignatious right I, in front I don't of this mean whole to audience? Disignatious, but you know, my reputation of being perfect on this show is is you know in the balance. <laughs> oh, first, I think it's laughable. You think you have a reputation? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, mom. Um, so. You don't think it's the talaxians? I don't think... It's a good... It's a great answer. It's a fantastic answer, but I don't think it's the talaxians. Do you think it's the creepy people from season one who have that weird transporter? No. (laughs) Hello, Captain Janeway. No, I don't think it's them either. No. I'm not a fan of the Kazon at all, and I just Ah. think it would be hilarious that they are unworthy of assimilation because even the Borg think they're just a waste. Interesting. How many people think it's the Kazon? That's pretty good. I think Talaxian played a little better with the crowd, I, quite honestly. I think it did too, but oh, I'm hope, I hope I'm right. I'm sorry, no offense. I hope I'm right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> for those who don't know, if you haven't listened to Trek Geeks before, um, we've been around for almost eight years now, and Dan has been a jerk through pretty much all eight Thank years. You. So I just want to get that on the table right now. So, Dan, for you, the answer is it is, in fact, the Kazon. Oh. We discover this in the Voyager Take that, epi- Ignatius. Daddy's working here. I'm just doing what he says I do. The episode is Mortal Coil. It's season four, episode 12. The Kazon are, in fact, much like Dan Davidson, deemed unworthy of assimilation. <laughs> that was a, I was nervous about that one. But you get a prize anyway, so come on up here, and let's go with, oh, Strange New Worlds is awesome. Oh. All right. I wanted those ones. Pin or magnet? magnet. Mag- I like, okay, the magnets are taking off here. Who doesn't love magnets? magnets Everybody give awesome. Ignatius a round of applause, please. Thanks. Thank you for your help. All right. Wow, I was a little worried about that one. <laughs> Not half as worried as I was, because, as I said, you usually don't do very well at this. I don't remember it that way, but I don't remember a lot of things. So That's true. That's, What's that's the name of your podcast? Who? Yeah, okay. that's exactly it. So, Dan, we're on to questions. Uh, I, one question. Yeah, go ahead. Is Christina Werther here yet? Oh, okay. Bright lights. It's about time. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, thank you for being on time, I think, Christina. So, question number six. Dan, in the episode Conundrum, which is, of course, an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, I'm pretty sure that's a series you've heard of. I think I have. Commander McDuff is actually an alien masquerading as a human. What alien race is Commander McDuff? Okay. Before we get to the answer that I believe it is, I can already tell because of the color of the sweater that I see. Our friend Robert Reyes is at the microphone right now. It's good to see you, Robert. Okay. Okay. They are a very... I'm going tr- to take a stab first, and I'm, we're not going to say anything about whether it's right or wrong. Hold on one second. Robert, did you bring the blue sweater this trip? There are three of them in my room. <laughs> three? What's three. the other color? Yeah. Three red runs. Well, naturally. Well, I mean, what, else, what other color would you wear? Excellent. Excellent. So, yes. as you were saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an answer. I don't want any uh, acknowledgement of whether it's right or wrong. And uh, then we'll get... Robert's answer, and then we'll see. If I remember correctly, they phaser this guy at the end of the episode, and he is heinous. I mean, gross, ugly, alien creature. Much like your face. Exactly. So I'm going to go with a... Sm- it's a... Sm- I'm going to say a smitherin. I'm sorry, a what? A smitherin. Isn't that a house ugly, of Harry Potter? Ugly, <laughs> annoying, horrible Wait a alien. Second. So, a smith- like, a, like a 90s band. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, are you saying that I am the alien? Your words, not mine. Robert, what is your uh, uh, suggestion of an answer? I don't remember the name, but I know it's not Smitherin. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. Great job, Robert Reyes, everybody. <laughs> so, do you, do you have an actual answer? It's a Sutherin. 
I remember. Uh, I'm sorry, a what? A Sutterin. I love the way that Picard says it. So he says it about 30 with. different times in the episode. Sutterin. Sutterin? Yes. How about a Sutterin? That's a Sutterin is what he calls it. We're going to give you provisional credit for this, maybe. <laughs> All right, folks, Sutterin. Folks, thank you. Who thinks Dan should get a half a point instead of a full point? Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. All right, uh, so that I'm... is TNG's Conundrum. It's yes. season five, episode 14. It's one of my personal favorites. Excellent of episode. Love that one. So, Robert, uh, let's go with, uh, speaking of TNG, let's go with uh, the Remember Me Admiral insignia badge. Would you like a pin or a magnet of that? Magnet. Magnet. Oh, Don't you yes, mean future imperfect? Did I say? What did, what did I you say? You keep saying remember oh, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God, yeah, future imperfect. Remember. See? See what happens when he gets me under the spotlights? Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. Future, future Robert, a round Thanks, of applause. Robert. Good to see you, man. Congratulations. And his sweater. Great job, Robert. So, Dan, we've been playing Stump the Geek now for about almost eight years. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, a lot of questions. You actually have done rather well in the history of Stump the Thank Geek. Thank you. Do you have a favorite question over the years that you've been asked? I, I don't think I do, actually. Really? Yeah. Do you there, remember any of them? Let's no, start there. I, I don't think I do, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really don't. Um, there's been a lot of them. We've, had, we've done this several times, and, and all the questions are really good. He comes up with some really good ones. Not uh, this I, time. I don't no. recall uh, a favorite question. Maybe the um, alien that was Commander McDuff might be my favorite right now. Is that because you got it? Because it's a Sutteran. <laughs> no, it's a Sutteran. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Okay. Um, so <laughs> thank you for the one person who got that joke. How many Denobulans? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Billingsley. <laughs> How many Denobulans? Denobulans? Are you saying that correctly? How many Denobulans does it take to have one interstellar orgasm? Wow. Well, I've given a lot of thought to this. I'm going to say at least four. No, wrong. Right, Man. I'm out. I'm out. It all depends on which Denoblian it is. Denobl- Could you say that again? Denoblian. Denoblian. Deno- no. 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 I know. This is what I wanted. See, it's working. What are you... This is Ladies an amazing and gentlemen, feat. Mr. John Billingsley. Denobulin. 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 Bielin. 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 I've been drinking too. I can't work in these conditions. <laughs> How many? What's the answer? D- nine. <laughs> I'm not sure. Have a seat, John. Come on. I can't answer any trivia questions if they're not about Denobulin sex practice. Wow. <laughs> I think the rest of us are. Sh- nine. Whoa, oh, seven. Wow, a cruise. That's amazing. Thanks for being here, man. How many vaginas does a kangaroo have? Well, okay. <laughs> and the answer, honestly, is four. Have your I mic. thought it was seven. <laughs> and I, we played Hollywood Squares. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, oh, what? No, give it to him. <laughs> if I had a nickel for the number of times I heard that. Wow. The <laughs> popular Denobulan expression. <laughs> I'll even hold it for you. Denoblian? Denobulin. God damn. Denoblian. This is why my species has fallen out of the public cognizance. <laughs> Nobody could pronounce it. So are you here because you're going to try to help Dan answer questions? Not yet you don't. <laughs> it's on. It's hot. There we go. 
Continue right. asking questions, and, and I'm right. I don't want to. I don't want to Shanghai. Whew. See, now I'm under the gun because it's I event. got a, I got a, a quasi star next to me. Wait, Scott Bakula's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, Scott! <laughs> Scott Bakula's chained in my basement. Everybody knows that. <laughs> he was such a good guy. We all, you know, I like I steal props from the show after it wraps, and somebody takes the captain's chair. I took the captain. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. I'm just going to say that right there. So let's move on to question seven. Now that we've been uh, attacked by uh, a denobulin. How'd I do? There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Even a stopped clock, baby. I know. You can say denobulin right once. At apparently. least. So, Dan, uh, you love Star Trek films. I do love the Star Something Trek John films. has never been in. Uh, <laughs> what? Come on. Uh, Dan, in Star Trek Generations, in the Nexus... You're a big dog person. What Love is dogs. the name and breed of Captain Kirk's dog? Oh, that's a good question. I know. Isn't that great? I'm a big dog person. That's a person. good question. Who do we have at the mic right now? No one. Obvi okay. <laughs> Hi. And your name is, sir? Jeff. Jeff. Do you know the answer to this question? Yes. It's a two-part two question. question. You have to have both parts. <laughs> I do. Okay. Uh, do you, uh, you know what, what does he win if he gets it right? <laughs> Moral question. victory? This sucks. <laughs> he wins pan, uh, so a pin of some kind from fansets, yes. which Dan has yet to reveal. I have, I'm going to reveal it right now. Actually, I'm going to give a discovery pin out for this next question, even though it's not a discovery question. Well, this is terrible planning on your part. You're I, terrible. I, well, I know. While well, fansets gave the prizes, we don't have a generations. Uh, Do you have delta. an enterprise one? Don't. No, it's because nobody has that. Um, <laughs> I did not write oh, that. Come on. <laughs> Okay, I do know the answer to this, but I want, I want somebody else to give the answer to this time. All right. Jeff, do you know the answer to this question? I do. All right. Why don't you regale Dan with some knowledge, because he clearly doesn't know. Dog name? Butler. Butler that it is. That is correct. Correct. I, I think it's correct. Cool. I know it's correct. But... <laughs> well, and, thank you for leading us. Yes. And I think we both know the, na the type of the dog it is. Doberman? No, oh, I'm sorry. Jeff. It is not. Oh, my Jeff, do I get a half point? A, a Doberman? Do you know how much a Doberman costs? Are you kidding me? Where do you find out the answer? Um, that is a good guess, though. I mean, you did get Butler. I mean, that's half the, half the problem. Dan, do you actually know? I do, and they don't actually ever say it, but I know dogs a lot. And so it is a oh. Great Dane. Are you sure? It is a Scooby-Doo dog. That is correct. Oh. It yes. is a Great Dane. Butler. The Butler is, and if you can see Shatner looking into the dog's eyes there, there's Lovingly. Love. Yes. Uh, Jeff, do you want, you're still going to win. I mean, oh. even though you, you know, didn't really answer the you're question. You're just going to get half a pin. Right. We're going to give you the back of the magnet pin. Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to go back. down to fan sets and buy the rest of it. Or you can get the pin backings and not the pin. So would you like the back of the <laughs> Or just the wrapper. Or the pins. Back of the magnet? The back of the magnet it is. All right. The magnets Fabulous. are going That really sounds well. fantastic. You know Everybody give, give Jeff a round of applause. I'll give you the whole thing, man. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Wow. That's that a great a job. Was that a tough question for you, John? I, I, didn't, I had no idea Kirk had a dog. Kirk had a dog? In the, in the Nexus. In the Nexus. In the Nexus. Yeah. The well, Nexus I, is a I place... Mean, what's the Nexus? It's a place of never-ending joys, the place that's furthest from where I'm sitting right now. Really? I'm in the Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> Say, fabulous. Welcome to the Nexus. Um, John, as many folks here may know, we, uh, the three of us kind of got together with some of the fine folks at Roddenberry Podcasts and put on a, a fantastic telethon for an organization for which you were the board president of, the Hollywood Food Coalition. And uh, I know, let's have a round of applause for that and the amazing work that, that the team there does. Um, 
as crazy as it is, the three of us have decided that we're going to do it again. I know. Isn't that crazy? We're going to do it again. Woo-hoo. January 14, Trek Talks 2. Yes. Last year was six hours of virtual programming. This next go-round, eight hours of virtual programming. Bigger stars wearing less clothing. Yes. Excellent. Eight hours. Hold on. Are you counting yourself among those big stars? I will wear less clothing than the other stars. How about that? That's amazing. To make up for my absence of celebrity, I will be nude-er. Come on now, John Billingsley is the biggest celebrity on this stage right now. Let's be honest. Yes. We are, I, in all seriousness, we are really excited about this. We were so honored to oh, be able to uh, raise over or just about seventy-five thousand uh, dollars for Hollywood. We raised eighty thousand dollars for Hollywood in, Food Coalition no, last year. In no small part because of very munificent gift on the part of uh, of Mr. Rod Roddenberry. Yes, and the, Rod, and Thank the you, Roddenberry, Rod. yep. the Roddenberry team. So. John Champion is part of our effort. Jay Stoby is part of our effort. The Sci-Fi Sisters are going to be joining Woo-hoo. us this year. Um, we're very, very excited. And for those who don't know, I've been involved with the Hollywood Food Coalition for about six years. We help to serve a hot, nutritious meal to all comers seven nights a week. We raise about, uh, we, we save and rescue about two million pounds of food a year. And we share it with about 100 other not-for-profits in the L.A. area to help buttress and augment their meal programs. So it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool awesome. thing. Yeah, so keep your eyes out on social media, and, and we'll be talking about it on the podcast. It's going to be another fantastic event with a lot of great Star Trek people. And rumor has it that it may, not go, it may go a lot longer than eight hours. We may stretch this into days. Days, that's right. Days. Days. My, no? my wife will say, John, you've been down there for a month. We're still having the goddamn... <laughs> <laughs> so that's Trek Talks 2, January 14th. Yes. January 14th. Say? Saturday, January 14th. If anybody's interested, you can follow me, jbillingsley60 on Twitter, and I'll keep people apprised. Yes. But the Trek geeks will keep people apprised, and of course it will be in various uh, podcasts and websites. You'll find out. You'll know. You'll get sick of hearing about it in another month or so. <laughs> no, I doubt right. that. Uh, what is Dr. Flox's first name? Very good. Okay. Wow. Oh. Very good. <laughs> you don't really want to know, do you? <laughs> did, did you say maggot or magnet? Yes. <laughs> maggot. I have a leech. <laughs> I'm learning so much on this panel. This is back. amazing today. Um, why don't we ask a question? Because Dan yes. has had a chance to rest his brain. Huh? Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, Thank you. Before we do this, let's find out who we have at the mic. Yes. Hey, I'm Andy. Hi, Andy. Hey, Andy. How are you? Where are you from, Andy? I'm doing well. Uh, I came down from Fairbanks, Alaska. Wow. Whoa. Woo. All right. Wow. That's... Just to be put on the spot here on our panel. Yeah. yeah I, I actually, I, I had a feeling this was going to be going on, and that's, this is the entire reason is this moment that I came wow. down. It's, it's because there's not a lot of daylight up there, is it? No, it's because I wanted to see a de-ho-you-noblian. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, that is the correct answer. My sister species. <laughs> <laughs> they were kicked off our planet many years ago. Right. They, they ended up in Fairbanks. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. That's good. Dan, you've always wanted to visit Fairbanks. I, I want to go on an Alaskan cruise like it's nobody's business. An Alaskan cruise. Who, anybody been on an Alaskan cruise? Oh, of course. Are they, as much, are they as awesome as, as they look? That's, I want to do that very badly. For those of you who've been on an Alaskan cruise, is it a suitable place to maroon Dan for the rest of his life? 
excellent. That's that was we way to too fast, eight. whoever said that. <laughs> Dan, so here we are at question eight. It's a question from the Star Trek 2009 movie. Fantastic film. Which I think is just called Star Trek. I could have yes. that wrong. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mom. So when, yeah, That's getting really old. I know, it really is. <laughs> it's almost as bad as when you do Niner. Uh, so when young, when young Kirk steals his stepfather's Corvette and mm-hmm. gets a call, yes. what brand is the communicator in the car? So okay. now keep in mind, in the future, there were no brands. True. In Gene Roddenberry's vision. Yep. Uh, but in Star Trek 2009, there were brand names. So yep. uh, the communicator has a brand. What is it? That is correct. Okay. Andy, do you know the answer? Andrew? Yeah, I think I know the answer. Okay, let's hear it, bro. I, I know that tune, but I don't know what that tune is. But after driving a Chevrolet Corvette and taking a nice refreshing swig of Pepsi brand cola, oh. does he answer his Nokia? I, I believe that that is the correct answer. Do you That's what I'm that? going with. John, yes. what about you? Do you concur with that? I, I didn't really see that one either. <laughs> <laughs> wow, his name's on the credits. He doesn't really Here's do shit, does he? If it, Enterprise, <laughs> the scenes I was in, I watched. Which one? Yeah, which episode? <laughs> You're confusing me with Anthony Montgomery. <laughs> oh, oh, ouch! Ouch! I, I know. We 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 love we love each other and abuse each other in equal measure. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so Dan, the, I'm saying Nokia or the, Nokia. The, the answer other. is Nokia. That there is go. great. Great job, job, Andy. Andy, nice job, man. Okay, let's go with uh, the Bajoran one. Is just awesome. The Bajoran. If I anybody has one. not seen the new Bajoran Militia Delta down at Fansets Vendor Booth, go check it out. So uh, you get one right now. You want a pin or a magnet, my friend? Uh, I'll go with the magnet. Magnet, it magnet. is. Congrats. The magnet is like eight in a row now. That's awesome. Great job. Thank you so much, Andy. We're going to move on to man. question nine. Question nine. And I the know. winner of this question, question gets a bag full of Doctor Flox's fingernails. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> does anybody have a fingernail clipper? <laughs> well, you'll have to you'll have to take a rain check then. Did you say question nine? No, don't even. Uh, who do we have at the mic? Hi, my name's James. Hey, James. Hi, James. How are you? Doing good and yourselves. Good. Where are you from? Uh, New Mexico. Excellent. Mexico. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for being here. You're going to be part of question nine with Dan, and you have a chance to win Dr. Phil Flox's fingernails. Fingernails sold separately. I brought my pliers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, he means business. Wow. What a lucky conjunction for both of us. <laughs> Dan, what episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine introduces Section 31? Oh, man. And this I deep... love Section 31. And you love Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I should have saved the Section 31 pin for this question. One would think you might have, but you didn't oh, wait, know it was coming. I still have the Section 31 pin. That's awesome. Great job. Uh, I'm just trying to stall because I'm trying to think of the answer. <laughs> We've got less than 10 minutes left. Okay. You better pick up the pace. Do you know the answer? My friend? I don't know the right answer, but I've got an answer. Well, what's your oh. answer? Uh, episode 30, part two. <laughs> I love that episode. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, it's the first episode with Sloan, who... You don't br- say. Brilliantly portrayed by Mr. Sadler. Because uh, it introduces exactly. Section 31. It makes sense it yes. would be the first Shut one with up. Sloan. Um, I want to say Inquisition, but I'm not 100% sure. Wow. Who thinks it's Inquisition? Now, there is a special celebrity guest who's just entered the audience who might have an idea. Who is that? He's sitting in the front row, famous director David Livingston. Oh, my word. Where is he? Everybody. Oh, Mr. Livingston. Come on, stand up and wave. 62 episodes of Star David Trek Livingston. this man has Woo! directed. Directed more episodes of Star Trek than anyone else in history. Good to see you, David. David, did you direct this episode? <laughs> <laughs> 
that I think was you're his in the nickname. same boat as Dan. <laughs> not a clue, Livingston. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, let's not spoil it. The answer is Inquisition. Oh. Dan actually was right. <laughs> that was close. I wasn't sure about that one. All right, James, would you like the magnet of Section 31 or the pin? I'd like to go with the pin, please. The pin. Oh, the excellent. Pin it is. James, right. thank you so much. Congratulations. Let's give I, James I a round of applause, that. everyone. I can't believe that I didn't give that one away yet. Congratulations, man. Thanks. I know, I can't either. <laughs> Find me separately for the fingernail extraction. <laughs> you don't want to know where you have to go to get that. I just want you to know that. Uh, so, Dan, question 10. Aw. Uh-huh. I know. We're coming close to the end. I'm so glad we've here. had this time together. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Dan, here we go. In the original series, you've heard of it. It's called Star Trek. And that episode, the Galileo 7. You do one later. You've seen that one, right, Chuck? I saw that one. That's the one where the, oh, the okay. ship lands and they get the big guys throw. And yes. they, that is correct. And, yeah, yes. I saw that. I saw that one. All right. Well, I'm sick and tired of this machine. You didn't direct night. that one, though, David. That was before your time. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the second shuttlecraft that Captain Kirk orders to go search for the Galileo? Can I ask a question to that question? Well, first off, let's find out who we have at the mic. That's, that's a good idea. Who do we have at the mic? My name is Aaron. Hey, Aaron, how you doing? Aaron, how are you? Very good, thanks. Aaron, where are you from? Ontario. Ontario. Hey, Ontario! Good to have you here. Ontario, California, or Ontario, Ontario? Ontario, Ontario. Okay, Hamil- Ontario, Hamilton, Ontario. Ontario. That sounds like a song, Ontario, Ontario. I, have a, I don't know if you can answer this question, not because you don't know the answer, but if it's allowed. What was the first shuttle that he sent out? That might help my thought process. Let's move on. So, do you know the answer or don't you? I, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, let's, let's hear uh, what you think it is, my friend. Uh, I'm guessing the Ganges. The Ganges. Okay, that's a good I guess. I would not have said the Ganges. Why do you always have to differ with the people because with the microphone? I, no, I think that's a much better answer than me. Um, my 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 first thought is the Columbia, but that makes me think of the unfortunate shuttle accident, which of course hadn't taken place yet in the '60s. So I don't think that's right. So I'm not positive. Are you going to take a pass? I'm going to go. This I don't think this is right. I'm going to go with the Pike. The Pike. Who thinks Dan is wrong? I don't think it's right. You are a very smart and wise crowd. <laughs> the answer, Dan, actually is the Columbus. Oh my God. <laughs> And you wow. might not know this, but it's from the episode The Galileo 7. Thank By the way, you. The Galileo is the first shuttle they send out. I thought you said the first that they sent out to search for. What I pins do we have for our winner? Anyway, we've got another great, strange new world pin for you. Or worlds, plural, I should say. Worlds, uh. Worlds, uh. Pin or magnet, buddy? Pin. Wow, we end on the pins. Congratulations. Now, if I leave right now, it is not meant to be in any way a commentary on the wonderful work you guys are doing. I have a panel. That I have to go prepare for, so it's, it's tomorrow, a, isn't it? No, yeah, it, yeah. It's next year. <laughs> it's next year. I like to get my homework done John early. Billings, John Billingsley, Billings, everybody, gentlemen. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, John. Good to see you, man. <laughs> we move on to the bonus round. The last question. We got less than five minutes left, Dan. Okay. This is the one for all the marbles. All the marbles. Well, the marbles we have left, and with you, that's not much. Who's our special guest in front of the microphone? Oh, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? How are you? How are you doing? Good. Good. Jenna, where are you from? Kentucky. 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 I love Kentucky. It's a great state. It's good bourbon. Yep. Oh, fantastic bourbon. Mm-hmm. But that's, you're getting us away from the, the bonus question. Uh, on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. That's fine. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question, Dan. Star Trek Discovery has made a couple of trips into the Mirror Universe, which is your favorite. Absolutely. Oh Give me all, all of Emperor Giorgio's titles from the episode Vaulting Ambition. All of them. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, my God. All right. Do I have to be in order? Yes. Oh, my God. Shannon, do you know this? Uh, no. <laughs> well, excellent. So you're on your own. All right. Um, Her Imperial Majesty, mm-hmm. Mother of the Fatherland, Overlord of Vulcan, Dominus of Kronos, Regina Andor, Philippa Giorgio, I this is, this is Latin, so I'm going to get it wrong. Um, Ioponus Iop, Apionius Constantine. I don't know. Oh, my word. So close. Everybody can see it on the screen, which you can. Uh, yeah. It is, in fact... God damn it! <laughs> Her Most Imperial Majesty, Mother of the Fatherland, Overlord of Vulcan, Dominus of Quirinos, Regina Andor, Philippa, Giorgio, Augustus, Eoponius, oh. Centarius. I forgot Augustus as well. Oh, man. Oh, I told so- you, the Latin stuff. I'm sorry, I didn't take Latin in school. So, Dan, you got a prize for Shannon? I, okay, this is a good one. we got a multiple-choice question. Come on up here, Shannon. This is going to be a tough one. So, Go, Shannon. Shannon just came out with some incredible XL starships. They had the, ori- the, the first one that they came out with a while back was the Enterprise 1701A, beautiful, and it, it like folds so you can like stand it up, but I'm not going to do it now. Just today at their booth, they came out with the USS Voyager, or, oh, yeah, I like this one, you like this one, the USS Defiant. Oh, Your choice. Defiant. Which of the three? The Defiant, Defiant, give it, it to is. her. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Shannon. We want to give a big thanks to everybody at Fansets, to our friends at Roddenberry Entertainment for hosting us today, and of course to Creation. Thank you all so much for coming out. This has been Stump the Geek Live on the Trek Geeks Podcast. Long and prosper, everybody. Dan, take a bell. Dan, what an amazingly fun time. Um, You can guarantee that we'll do something next year. Yes. We might start making Stump the Geek Live a Vegas thing huh? um, because it, uh, it the reception was just so great. Everybody loved it. It was great. I still can't believe I got that last question wrong. I was so close. Oh, my God. I was so aggravated when I saw that I was just off by a couple of words. So the thing you didn't know at the time is while you're going through this, I put up the answer <laughs> on the display monitors yeah. so the audience could see it. Yeah. And they were hanging on your every word. And when you didn't get it, you could hear the, oh, yeah. in the like, middle. I was kind of like listening because every time I would say something, they'd be like, oh, they'd make little cheers. I'm like, wow, they all know it and I don't. I really feel stupid. <laughs> but uh, I was just stupid that you were smarter than I am and put it up there for everybody. Oh, my gosh, those stupid Latin words. I, oh, ah. oh well. Uh, well, you did amazing. I mean. Thanks, man. And. I, you know, so many, what, 11 people walked away with a prize they didn't enter the room with. <laughs> yeah. Everybody had a great time. We had some laughs. Thanks to John Billingsley for crashing the panel um, <laughs> because it was a great surprise to us. Um, and it was just, it was a great, great time. I think you can look forward to Stump the Geek, the next generation in Vegas um, next uh, next year. I like the name of that one too, man. Nicely done. I can't wait to see your artwork that you're going to put together for it. Well, let's see. I mean, it, it may evolve. Uh, Stump the Geek <laughs> Live was pretty easy. So. Yes. Um, here's, here's to next year's contest to leave you crying in the corner, hopefully again yeah. next year. And here's to Philippa Giorgio Augustus Apionius Centarius. See, I'm never going to forget. It's like one of those things. Once you make the mistake, you never make the mistake again. So, but I think you missed some titles there. 
Oh, you want the whole thing? Oh, God, here we go. Okay. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Because <laughs> I'm um, not going to forget it now. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> I've met you. What? Who? <laughs> Dan, you know who you can't forget? Mm. Our friends, the band Five Year Mission. Without oh. them, nothing on this network sounds nearly as good as it should. You know, their music is just a hallmark of the Trek Geeks podcast network and, mm-hmm. and of their own podcast, too, which is, by the way, pretty amazing. Um, we want everyone to head out to fiveyearmission.net. Get all their albums. Get them sent to your door. Get that physical media in your hands and become a huge fan of Five Year Mission as we are ourselves. Fiveyearmission.net. Go get some tunes. We missed them out in Vegas. We did. Uh, they really need to be the house band for uh, the next Vegas convention creation. I'm talking to you. Uh, but right now, I, a very interesting episode. I didn't know if I was going to like this one, Bill, because I'm not usually a fan of this particular character, but I'm sure you're going to remember this in Deep Space Nine. Kai Wynn needed to get Kira to convince a former resistance leader who is now a popular drummer on Bajor to schedule additional concerts elsewhere in the Rakantha province. So she brings Bajor, you know, Kai Wynn, by doing this, she brought Bajor to the brink of civil war and prompted this legendary musician to actually enter the election for the title of first minister of Bajor. Pretty interesting. Oh, and maybe a romance uh, will begin after this episode. It was, it was Deep, Deep Space Nine season three. I didn't like it. It's kind of a stinker, but it is one that you will always remember. Fakar. Check it out. First minister Fakar. Uh, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. You don't look impressed, but I'm impressed. Farkar. Farkar. Farkar, yes. Yeah, First uh, Minister um, Farkar. Yeah, not only is that episode horrible, <laughs> and I hate the character of Shakar, um, I don't know that I'm going to like the episode Farkar as much as I like Fark himself. I don't like the character of Shakar either, but I'll tell you what, I love the character of Farkar. I'm just going to put that right there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Farkar. Remember when his mirror universe counterpart died? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a mirror Farkar? I'm yes. not ready for oh, this. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I haven't told. Uh, that's that's in my new novel. Spoiler. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your new novel. Is it written in crayon? Dark Farkar, or maybe Fark Farkar. We'll have to find that written in. Don't forget, you too can support the Trek Geeks Podcast Network by subscribing to us on Patreon. Dan, uh, so many people to thank. Um, You know, none of what we do here on Trek Geeks is is possible without these people. Um, Or or I should find a better way to say that because I totally muffed it, but... (laughs) Everything we do is a direct result of the support of our patrons, and uh, we simply couldn't do it without them. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, man, it was so great to see many of them in Vegas for the first time in a long time. People like Christina Werther and and, and uh, Casey Pettit and, and Connie and, and Andy Davenport, just to name a few. But I'm going to go through the whole list of associate producers right now to thank all of them, because as always, we are very grateful for their support. And that whole list is... Vikram Bhatt, Brad DeMag, William Edward M. Jr., Patrick Escudero, Andy Fark, Kimberly Francis, Jonathan Hamilton, Peter Hong, William Jackson, Ryan Jeffs, John Krikorian, Sean Lynn, Rick Mason, Jamie McGregor, Ross McKinney, Jim McMahon, Aaron Mollenkoff, Helen Reed, Sarah Rutlinger, Tim Robertson, Desi Rogers, Greg Rozier, Eric Sakian, Adam Sanders, Tim Serdar, Heather Sohn, Blake Strike, I love that name, Rick Tatro, Lisa Tomlinson, Ron Robel, and the gracious and wonderful Connie Hutchins. So great to see Connie last week. It was. You know, and happy birthday, Connie, by the way. Yes. 
Welcome to the club. And of course, we want to thank our Trek Geeks producers for their support. Mike Bovia, Steve Bovia, Chaz Bradshaw, Kyle Castillo, Peter Craig, Andy Davenport, Craig Ewing, Jackie and Chris Hackney, Kimberly Hartman, David Hood, Lionel Marchon, Matt McGonagall, Darren Metcalf, Charlie Mulvey, Sean O'Halloran, Casey Pettit. I'm glad I get to read that name finally. <laughs> Jamie Rogers, Major Self, Casey Shasky, Terry Shell, Jim Stoffel, Chris Trebuzio, Ken Tripp, the always on time Christina Werther. And the lovely and talented Jess Vashon. Dan, the senior producer of Trek Geeks, is the stupendously superlative Jude Tatman. I'm not even going to try to repeat those words because I would screw <laughs> it up. You too can become a producer on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. It is so easy to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash trekgeeks for all the details. You know, Dan, this week we, we felt the need to publish the fun and amazing panel we did in the Roddenberry stage while in Vegas. So that means next week we get to talk about everything else and that means the good the bad and the ugly uh, okay so that's you someone else and me okay great um yeah next week we're finally going to give you all the lowdown on what happened in the big convention in vegas uh cosplay the fan geeks party panels hijinks billingsley non on a tomahawk chop bone so much more so next week it's the stlv recap and it's right here on trek geeks the flagship of the trek geeks podcast network indeed it is of course for more great star trek discussion we want everyone to check out the other member podcasts on the network so many fantastic shows all created by passionate fans and we just want to celebrate star trek and gene's vision i mean not just star trek day but every day you can find all our podcasts on the free trek geeks mobile app or get a link to listen on your favorite podcast player by visiting trek geeks com slash listen the trek geeks podcast network friends no one talks trek like we do no one you can take it straight from the lips of dan davidson and of course for all the news on all the star trek show please visit our great friends at treknews.net for now this has been episode number 290 of the trek geeks podcast we do hope you all live long and prosper y'all so she is the Imperial Majesty, Mother of the Fatherland, Overlord of Vulcan, Dominus of Coconuts, Regina Andor, Philippa Giorgio, Augustus Apionis Centarius. I don't think the coconut thing is in there. It is in there forevermore. Music for Trek Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Trek Geeks is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Bing bong. <laughs> How you doing, pal? Bing bong back at you. I'm I'm recovering. So we're back from Vegas. Yeah. Um, I think you and I are the only two people we know who, or among the few people we know who didn't get COVID. But right. I did get massive bronchitis. Yes, yes, you did, and um, I got a cold. I've got a little bit of a cough, but you have been much worse than I have. Uh, uh, and I'm sorry about that. Well. It just goes back to uh, to Bally's being a crappy hotel. Yep. And I think that their smoke mitigation system um, 
probably was removed in the 80s and just never put back. Oh, there were so many things wrong with that place. The air conditioning didn't work in any of the rooms. I know that we had a problem with it. It was like always like 78 or 76 in there. Um, Other people said it was a problem. So in addition to filtration and air conditioning and a crappy vendor's area, uh, it just wasn't the best experience. No. uh, I never thought I'd be happy to be back at the (laughs) Rio next year. Yeah. Um, because Rio, you know my love for the Rio. Rio, Rio, <laughs> Rio. Uh, uh, uh. You know, her name is Rio. Yeah. And she dances on the sand. Yeah. Um, I could not be happier to be back at that hotel for the convention next year. And I swear I will never dog on it again. That's all right. Now, you know what? Sometimes you have to, uh, to understand what you've lost uh, in order to want it back. I don't even know if that makes any sense, but that's what we're going with. <laughs> I just uh, so you and I are looking at each other now in this video call. I'm just happy to see hair on your face again because it's, seeing you go tealess really was unnerving. You looked like a bit of a weirdo. I did not care for that whatsoever. I'm glad that it can grow back a little quicker than other people's. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you. I uh, Uncle Fester uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that it's coming back. I am. Uh, the rest of us are glad too because yes. it does break the monotony of your face. It does, and it's very monotonous without that goatee, man. I'll tell you. Don't I know it? You know it. I know it. We all know it. Wouldn't you like to have a Dr Pepper too? I don't know. Whatever. What? Ha- happy Star Trek Day. Happy Star Trek Day. So, uh, before we went to Vegas, you said you were going to hold off on building your Blue Bricks phaser rifle. Correct. Until after we got back. Mm-hmm. Have you begun this process? I have not. This week has been crazy at work, so I have not had a chance to like start separating out the stuff. Um, I'm hoping to at some point. Uh, also, had to record a couple of things this week, so I just haven't had the time. But I, I do want to. Uh, I do want to start it very soon. I think I speak for the listeners in that we don't want to hear your excuses. Mm. We want to hear about your progress. I so want to give it get cracking. I want to give it the attention and dedication that it deserves. And not do it half-assed like you would probably do it. Although you did do a very good job on your Atari 2600. And oh my God, do I want one of those. Now, I love how you pivot it to me and then try to change the subject. <laughs> that um, don't give you a chance to answer. Uh, but we don't want to hear your excuses. <laughs> we want to hear you actually do something. Uh, you don't want to half-ass it. Um, that's never stopped you in anything else in life. Um, so you may as well start this now. And by the way, my 2600 is amazing. I can't wait to get that. I'm asking for that on my Christmas list. I will say, I do have a question for you though, because I don't like to leave things unfinished. So I have not started (laughs) the phaser (laughs) rifle, but I did finish the build of the nano gauntlet for Iron Man for my Avengers collection. And while we were gone, I got my light and sound kit for said nano gauntlet. Which now you're going to have to take apart. Should I do this first before I start the phaser rifle? Are you committed to doing the phaser rifle before you ever had that? Before I ever had what? The light kit for the gauntlet. Oh, no, I had ordered it. It just took like three but weeks. But you didn't have it. Okay. You didn't have it. But I did was have not the in nano here. gauntlet that... So now it's a, it's a finished slash unfinished product. So I'm not sure what I should no, do No, the first. gauntlet itself is finished. The light kit is an add-on um, that's not sold by Lego. So you committed to doing the phaser rifle... Um, you are now in phaser rifle mode. The people have spoken. What are you going to do if I don't do it? Um, are you going to ground me, Dad? <laughs> you asked. I gave you the answer. <laughs> I will start working on it as soon as I get back from Vermont this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to go cow tipping? Spartan race, baby. Oh, that's right. So let me know what hospital I can send flowers to. <laughs> very good. Very good. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. 
Killington is not an undaunting course, even for the sprint, which is the shortest of the races for yeah. those who are not familiar with Spartan um, courses. Um, you, you're, you're, you're going to have a challenge and I, uh, I applaud you, buddy. Good for you guys. I am, I am looking forward to it. I know it's going to be very difficult. Um, but you know what? Why not? We got Fenway very, in, in November, going to do Fenway again. So very different than Fenway. I oh, think I'm you'll, sure. uh, I, I'm pretty sure you'll get a little muddy. I might just like sit on the chairlift all day and pretend that I ran it. Uh, I don't, I think people see you, uh, emerging unscathed and, and, <laughs> and not muddied. I think they'll know. Um, you'll probably want to bring some extra towels. Yes. Going to bring towels, going to bring extra clothes, all that good stuff. Cause it is going to get wet and gross. And you'll have to prepare for your fire jump. Yes. I can't wait for that. I hope I get a good, somebody take a good picture of that. They take a picture of everybody going through that. I think assuming if they have the volunteers, they will. Yeah. Okay, good. Cause yeah, I, I want to do that. I might, I'm going to be like, what? Like what? I wish people could see the face you made because, yeah, it's classic Dan. All right. I'll take a classic, screenshot. Classic Dan. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not taking a screenshot. With your internet, I'd probably crash everything. That's true, yes. Yeah, so um, as you and I are, are fighting various, uh, you know, breathing oh, yeah. <laughs> problems and, about it. and uh, we're just uh we feel for all of our friends who came down with covid we hope everybody has yep. a, a safe and and quick recovery coming up soon um i i'm glad to be breathing somewhat normally i was telling you before we started recording that uh, just less than 48 hours ago when I was speaking, I literally sounded like the guy in the Oak Ridge Boys <laughs> who went um pop a bow bow. But it was it was actually much deeper. Wow. Um, I, I I I could barely be heard. My voice was super Beautiful. deep. Nice. Isabella was not very thrilled because you know I couldn't speak to her the way I normally speak to her. I think she thought I was upset at her. Well, maybe you should be nicer. I hate you. <laughs> what a she jerk. She knows you were sick. Maybe that's why she looked bad, because she knew that you weren't feeling good, and she felt bad. I could be. She's yeah. sleeping right next to me right now. She's a good puppy. She's my, a good puppy. My two dogs are right here on the floor of the recording studio here, both uh, both laying it out, snoring away. Probably going to hear them at some point going... Doing <laughs> you <know> what? <laughs> so, did you, I'm guessing you saw the Pottery Barn teen... Oh. Uh, items that yes, were released today as a part of Star Trek Day. Yeah. Um, I, one, I don't know a teen on the planet that could afford any of that crap. Right. Two, I can afford all of that crap, and I don't want to afford all that crap. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking that the new bedding might look really good right here. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> At least the sheets. The sheets are pretty. That duvet cover is a little pricey for a queen slash king. Um, yeah. But, uh, the the sheets look pretty nice, so the sheets might be happening. And if I get that duvet cover, then it's going to be like dog hair central because that is one of those type of materials that the dog hair just like glues to it. So, well, it just means um, they can find another room to sleep in. <laughs> that's true. Well, actually, Callie can't jump up on the bed anymore, so I guess it's only one dog I'll have to worry about. Yeah, that's probably true. Right. I um I did like the little light up Starfleet command sign, but for two hundred and X dollars, I don't like it that much. I, we said this before. I don't understand why they are outpricing their fandom. Yeah. It's just crazy, the prices that they have. And, and I'm sure with all the other stuff that's probably going to come out today that hasn't been released yet, it's it's going to be pricey still. More pricey. Yeah, pricier, more likely. Yeah. yeah. Which is stupid. More expensive stuff. Although I did get the first round of Playmates figures. I saw that. Shipped to my house. And the Saru, Michael Burnham, Data, and I got the uh, the classic TOS phaser, which they looks like the same packaging from the 90s, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, improved sound effects or same? Haven't opened it. Well, there you go. I will at some point. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because my old one was part of the, the, the flood lost things, right. but, yep. um, I just, I haven't opened it yet. Cool. Yep. I haven't gotten anything lately. Um, I got a couple things I'm looking at. Oh, here's an interesting thing that I'm thinking of getting, which I think I talked to you about a little bit. Um, Sue and I are going to a Halloween party for the first time in 10 Ages. years, yeah. 10, 15 years maybe. And I'm like, all right, we've got to do something good. So I'm, I've got her I've got her this close to being committed. Well, not committed as in like a hospital, but committing to do this, this Halloween party. She's going to be Winifred Sanderson, and I am going to be Billy Butcherson. From Hocus Pocus. I was just saying, wait, this is that witch movie thing, right? Yeah, and uh, I found some, I found some costumes online, so I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about pulling the trigger on them. Uh, she's gonna want to have you committed after this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Doug Jones is gonna be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Jones is gonna be in New Hampshire this weekend while you are in Vermont. Uh, oh. Is it this weekend or next weekend? I think it's next weekend. Oh, but maybe I'm it's in, next weekend. I'm in Maine next. Weekend, oh, you're in so, Maine. That's yeah, where it is. I'm helping, uh, helping some people move. So. Oh, you're all over New England. That's ah, crazy. You know, you go where the people want you. Doug Jones, who was a guest at Fan Geeks Party 2022. Oh, my God. That was so cool. I, so cool. I, I'm whole, still dumbfounded. Had a whole table of stars. It was pretty neat. Whole, whole table of Discovery folk. It was yeah. fantastic. It was awesome. It was very fun. And he's always nice as always. I mean, I don't think that guy has a bad bone in his body. And, and Deep Roy. Oh, my God. That was a shocker, too. Yep. I mean, yep. dude's a legend. He is a legend, and he was at our party and enjoying himself, <laughs> which was more, more than, than more than we could say. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. But I yes. suppose we should uh, we should make with the uh, with the live geekiness. Yeah, let's do it. It's gonna be fun. Huh? <laughs> let's do it. Okay. I wonder if someone's gonna crash our our panel. <laughs>